the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. Yeah, the heat is on. We're breaking all kinds of records. Uh, It's not as bad as they say. I, I can imagine uh people that don't live here in Arizona. So I'm in Arizona, Jason's in Colorado. Uh I think this is going to be day 21 of 110 degrees or hotter. Uh my buddy and I Homer, a lot of you know him, uh, we we had a, a little bit of a, a heat stroke open yesterday. We were out there it was 100 it, it hit 119 degrees. Uh but but it's a dry heat and uh speaking of dry heat, that's kind of how I liken uh, the markets right now, gold and silver, uh, really having a, a, a good last few weeks. Uh, it, and I expect that to continue as, as things have changed. Uh, people are starting to talk about what's going to happen with the dollar. How are we going to afford all the interest payments? Uh, is there one more rate hike, which I think we'll get Wednesday, right? That, I think that's kind of in the bag. Is there going to be another, we'll wait and see? And, of course, there could be more than one. Uh, really could be. It'll be interesting how that shakes out. But the, but when they focus, they've shifted focus. They're no longer focused on rate hikes and strong dollar. They're focused on how are we going to pay for everything in a weak dollar. Uh, this is why you've seen gold and silver perform. Matter of fact, for the first time, man, I, it is. It's been a long time where when you look at the the paper contracts, always in gold and silver, the banks are short. Always. Always. I mean, well, I can't say always because right now it's almost dead even, which is very unusual. It looks like now the banks – uh, Jason have shifted their positions, at least on the, their paper positions, at least for right now. Uh, instead of shorting gold and silver, they're going the other way, uh, which kind of, uh, probably makes a lot of sense as we've seen what is happening price wise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think gold's price point will be, uh, you know, keep on going up as time goes on. And, you know, and we don't know if there's going to be a huge crash in the markets as fast. I mean, the, the COVID emergency, the crash in the market was so severe. And the people are so worried about a, a pandemic. They didn't really look at the markets maybe as closely as they should have. And then it bounced back, of course, with all the money printing. I don't know if we'll have that sharp of a crash or not. It seems like at some point we will have something like that. But until then, I think gold will just kind of uh, hold course and slowly start to go up. Especially, you know, we don't know what happens next month with the BRICS just speaking about a gold-backed currency. And if things start to move, it'll move fast. And if if what you're saying is true, the banks are buying more gold, all this is just putting more and more pressure on something, which I think I think always gold is being suppressed. Silver is always being suppressed. I think a lot of commodities are always being suppressed, Joe, because 
You know, when you're trying to build your world, you know, you need to have cheap goods to build it with, right? And you can't have gold going crazy because then everything goes crazy. Yeah, and I think you're right about that. Matter of fact, uh, the half-empty cup of Joe, we're going to have a a special broadcast. We're going to focus in on the bricks. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki now is out a lot of... A lot of really smart people are like, hey, this is, this is happening. Uh, this is going to be a real thing here. Uh, they have that big meeting August 22nd. So in the second two hours, uh, go to 1360khnc.com and you can pick it up there. If you miss it, uh, go to the podcast section of the 1360 website for the half empty cup of Joe. And you can listen to it there as well. It's going to be interesting as Jason and I try to put the pieces of that puzzle together. Uh, we did get some data today. We got job, it's Thursday, so we got jobless claims data, continuing claims data, uh, and, and a very split data point. Uh, the adjusted number, the seasonally adjusted number, lower. The unseasonably adjusted number, the highest number of the year. Which one's right? Well, obviously, the the actual number would be the right number. Uh, but we got a lot of things moving the markets uh, right now. Apple and Microsoft, right? The AI guys uh, leading the way, but uh, the the S and P and the Nasdaq are down. We we've got this very very. Uh, Tale of two markets. You've got about seven to ten stocks that are making up the majority of the rally, which leaves all the other stocks out. That's kind of what we're facing right now. Uh, and then uh, yesterday we had a great silver special on those 1995s. They, those are sold out. Uh, I have another, another great, and I mean great special. It will also be... Very, very limited, so be ready for that 800-951-0592. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. Uh, but, yeah, continuing jobless claims fell from 237, 237,000 to 228,000. That's below expectation. Uh, however, like I said, the non-seasonally adjusted initial claims, the highest going back to January, that, and that makes sense because January, what happens in January? All the all the uh, Christmas help, the temporary Christmas help loses their jobs. Right? They, they seasonally adjust that away. I have no idea what the seasonal adjustment is for a, a July jobless claims number, but... There you have it, kind of, which one is it? That's kind of what we're waiting for with the economy, too, right? We'll be back after the break. 800 That is the toll-free number here. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Like I said, a mixed market here. Uh, the Dow up 250 points. Uh, the S&P's down 15, and the Nasdaq's down 168. 
Uh, on the gold side, we got gold down. The first day gold's been down in, 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 in a while here. We'll see if it stays down, but gold's down, uh, seven here, 1974. Uh, silver's off 28 cents, uh, 24.93. By the way, uh, the TV contracts, uh, they're now in October, just so you know. Uh, so if you look at the TV like this morning, it's got gold over 2,000, uh, silver even higher in the 25s. They're, they're just going out to uh, the, the, the most heavily traded contract. So if you're a little confused by that, I'll give you the spot prices in the most current contracts in New York. So when I'm giving you the gold and silver prices, that is the most current contracts in New York. Uh, August is the gold contract. July is the silver contract. Kitco, which uh, we use on our site at All American Gold uh, for gold and silver pricing, that is the spot price in London. And yes, you can have different spot prices in gold and silver between London and New York. Why? I don't know. Uh, but that's how it works. And again, just another way to confuse people. If you don't want to be confused, if you're like, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Right? I mean, are we going into the hard landing? Are we not going into the hard landing? Is, is Wall Street overpriced? Is it not overpriced? Uh, what happens if the other, if the, the big seven have a pullback? Do I want to be involved in that? Check out why refi. It's not correlated to Wall Street. Doesn't care about the Fed. Doesn't care about who's president. Fixed rates of return. That's the key. It doesn't change. Doesn't change. Doesn't matter what happens. Dow goes up 5,000, down 5,000. It doesn't matter. Rates double, triple. They, they raise rates five more times, ten more times. They start lowering rates. They quantitative tightening, quantitative easy. It's, it never changes. You can turn your income on. You can turn your income off. You can do whatever you want. Uh, check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them. At 888-Y-REFI-24. And just let them know, hey, Joe and Jason sent me. I've been listening to them talk about you guys. Tell me how this works. Uh, they'll walk you through uh, the whole thing. Uh, and it's very interesting, Jason, with can, the, the jobless claims number, right? The seasonally adjusted number, really, I, I guess, lower the non-seasonally adjusted number, the worst number since uh, people, uh, you know, over Christmas, going back to January. My guess is it, it's not as good as the seasonally adjusted number said, and, and it's still not bad, right? It's still, we're still, uh, the jobs market, it may not be... Uh, the jobs market where everybody is desperate to hire people like it used to be, but it's still pretty robust. Now, what was that number again, the first time jobless claims today? 228, 228,000. Okay. It's just kind of been hanging out there, hasn't it? Kind of in that range, right? So I, 
uh, once again, another one of those things. It's, it's not good, not bad, just like what you're saying. So I guess uh, I'm guessing all these numbers will just magically converge when things start to go bad all at once. They'll make sure that they have all the ammunition that when they decide whatever their fix is going to be, you know, obviously digital currency, that they'll be able to use all those data points as to why, uh, hey, this is why we need to do something different, right? And, and just watching TV, Joe, recently, Making cash the enemy, it's it's really, I think it's getting really hypersensitive about cash. They're really, really, more than I think usual, talk about how cash is just so evil now. So uh, it's it's all happening. It's just, it's, it's happening a lot slower. I, I've been here just over five years doing this, and things moved a lot faster and with the COVID uh, emergency and some of the other things going on with the reverse repo. And this thing is just, uh, just kind of kicking along you know, one step at a time, and I just... Just kind of waiting for that second shoe to drop, so to speak, Joe. I think all of us uh, caught by surprise because they put so much liquidity out there. It's taken a lot longer for that liquidity to dry up, hasn't it? Right. That, I think that's the thing yeah. that that all of us, as we're watching, because just like go back to the financial crisis. They said, oh, well, we only, we only spent this much. Then we find out, of course, remember, the, the central bank went to the Supreme Court. People don't realize what's really at stake here. So let me, let me explain to you how it's supposed to work. And even the way it's supposed to work makes no sense. Which is two years later. You can, through the Freedom of Information Act, actually get all the things the central bank has really done. Now, first of all, shouldn't we know that right away? Shouldn't we be allowed to know, well, what are you doing? Right? But you got to remember, right, the this, this, this central bank, Jason, it, there's, the, the, this isn't elected officials. They, they don't. They're not here for the people, right? They're just here for the system, right? Their system. We have the wolf guarding the hen house with with the central bank. And when things go bad, the central bank goes to the courts and gets injunctions. And, And I've never seen them not get one. They just simply go to the court and say, oh, well, you know what, this would destroy the economy if this got out. So this happened during the financial crisis. And we ended up not learning about how much money the Fed created until 12 years. Because they got the the Supreme Court to say, well, we need 10 more years. It's kind of like the JFK assassination. We can't let anybody know for 50 years. Well, this, this was... Ten years, right? Because I guess they didn't kill anybody, so you only get ten years. And it ended up, Jason, being tens of trillions of dollars more than they told us. And I'm wondering if we're kind of reliving the same thing. We know how much money they told us they created. But based on the economy and what we're seeing, it does feel like, wow, man, you guys, 
looks like they created a lot more money than what they told us. And I think that's kind of why we haven't seen what most people have expected. Well, and they admitted to a lot of money printing up to the point where in 2020, going into, going into 2021, that 40% of all the money printed in history, or at least that's currently in circulation, was in 2020. So they admitted to a lot. I think what... Uh, uh, what they don't talk about, which uh, that Glenn Beck piece that we played some time ago, and we got a cl- we got like an eight or nine minute clip right there at the at Johnstown, where, you know, in the radio station, where we could we could play that clip sometime later on if we want. But uh, it was the printing that went on afterwards. It, I think it was just kind of a process. You know, all these countries and these big banks were getting trillions of dollars, and it ended up being twenty nine to thirty trillion dollars instead of five trillion, which is what the Fed. And the government admitted to so I mean a six-fold increase. Can you imagine if they are print, doing a six-fold increase this time around, and, they, and they're printing it on the back end, which that would make things kind of go sideways and slow too. Is is if they're they're feeding certain areas of the economy worldwide, or the banking industry to to, to keep it floating? And we know with the reverse repo problems in 2019, which suddenly magically here comes coronavirus the very next year. Uh, yeah, we know they're playing games, right, Joe? Do you know that they had a lot of of, uh, of of ground to cover? Somebody was somebody or multiple somebodies was there. They were dying in 2019, and uh, you know, yeah, they gave money to everybody, right? Well, how much, and 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 how much are they still doing? Is that's the question? We don't know what they're doing. I I've been saying for a long time that it feels like with this inflation going on, it feels like they're they're rate hiking and and adding cash to the pot at the same time, and that. That's just a that's a great way to blow the whole thing up at their time of choosing, Joe. Absolutely, and and we'll continue to watch how all of that plays out. Uh, we do need to make you aware of Yellow Freight, one of the largest freight carriers in the country. This is uh, this is moving very very quickly. Uh, Yellow Freight missed. $50 million in pension payments. Uh, according to the Teamsters, they may not be able to make the health care payments. Now, I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, you're know, you out there working for your company. Uh, they stop making the health care payments. I think that kind of means you don't have any health care, right? That, that's, that is uh, something that uh, is going to be... Uh, they said that in the event the employer is delinquent in its health and welfare or pension payments, and it looks like they may, we know the pension payments are definitely delinquent. They say that uh, uh, according to the local unions, they will they have the right to take any action deemed necessary uh, until the payments are made, they're, they're, they're talking that as early as August, or I mean, what is it, July 20th, that there may be a major trucking strike. Last week, uh, the company was uh, required to maintain a cash level of $200 million in earnings before interest rates, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, uh, Yellow has generated just $89 million in the fourth and first quarters. Uh, Jason, right now they've been granted a waiver from the lender uh, 
they do not have the $200 million required. Now, on top of that, they have not made the $50 million pension payment. And, and the Teamsters believe that they, they may not be making the health care payments as well. Uh, and, and this would be something, this would be really bad for inflation. Uh, if, if, if yellow ends up uh, going bankrupt, which kind of looks like that may be the case here, are we going to see a major supply disruption? Let's hope not. Uh, a strike would be the worst thing, right, Jason? I mean, if these, uh, if these Teamsters walked off the job, uh, that would be the worst thing possible. I think the best thing that, based on what I'm reading here, is a prepackaged bankruptcy. Uh, this would be another one of these huge bankruptcies. And that's kind of the other thing, right? We've got bankruptcy filings, what we're calling large bankruptcy filings, more than 10 million. Of course, here, yellow freight, we're talking hundreds of millions, could be even in the, you know, a billion dollars or more by the time everything's uh, added up here. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot, Patriot. Jason's making me laugh, man. Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, the, the, uh, EAS alert system went off for our uh, the mothership there in Colorado uh, for uh, weather, severe weather, Weld County, where the radio station is. Jason just typed in that they, yeah, it's called rain, right? So, you know, that's kind of like. There might be day, hail, right? I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be fair. There's probably some hail. There's always a little bit of hail mixed in. I'm sure it might be a couple of thunderclaps and lightning, but, I mean, Thank you. I, I can look at the skies all on my own. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there you have it. So take cover. Be, be careful up there in Weld County. Uh, but before the break, you know, yesterday, just uh, a great deal on those 1995 Silver Eagles. Today, I've got another opportunity. This is uh, different sources. This one, yesterday, remember, yesterday's kind of weird. When I told you this, you got to be patient. It's going to take a month to get them, and you had to pay for it ahead of time, right? Today, that's we're back to regular business. I've got 50 rolls. That's two cases of backdated silver eagles. Now, I'll let you all in on this. Right now, the cheapest silver eagles out there are 2023s. If you go online and you look at the big guys, uh, and then, by the way, they still all want $39 an ounce, right, which is, you know, uh, what don't pay, call us, don't pay more. We're at $35.50, right? So uh, if you want to pay 39 you can. Now, to get 39 you got to buy $1,500. Uh, but, but these, when you go to back dates, 42 43 45 Right, they're not 1995, but they, they, you know what I'll call the less expensive back dates. I've got 50 rolls, two cases, 675 dollars a roll. This is by far the cheapest price for silver eagles anywhere. Uh, that's 33 dollars and 75 cents. Heck. 
I don't know, that may be the cheapest Silver Eagle we've run in a couple of years. Pretty close. It's, if it's not, it's right next to it. Uh, and I've only got two cases. I got 50 rolls of them, $675, and, and just now, now we're like, you know, $200 a roll less than everybody else. But I've only got 50 of them. I still have some 10-ounce Gold Eagles at $255. It is first come, first serve. Uh, we ran out of the 1995s yesterday. This will be no different. Do not wait. Take advantage. Silver Eagles, these are backdated. I don't know the year. doesn't matter. Hey, are these 2022s, 2021s, 2017s? Who cares? $675 at 800 951 Home sale data just came out. This is existing home sales. The, the bottom's still not here. It's incredible how low now. Uh, down another 3.3% in June. Uh, seasonally adjusted just above $4 million. I, I think that number's below. That, that's my guess. Unadjusted, we're probably below Four million homes, existing homes sold. Uh, that puts us back in to the housing crash. These are the lowest numbers uh, going uh, for June. This is the lowest June number since 2009. Uh, the lowest seasonally adjusted annualized number going back to the housing crash. Continued weakness due to significant lack of supply uh there is about just over a million homes for sale at the end of june now that's down about 14 percent the problem is sales are down over 20 percent right so sales are down more than the supply of homes uh but neither here nor there jason this is this is another one that the of the feds doing right we're not seeing the huge drive, a number like this, you would expect home prices to be down 10 20%. It's not happening. Why? Because all of these people that locked into these interest rates at 3 and 4%, Jason, they're not going anywhere. They, unless they get fired from their jobs and can't pay that mortgage, right? those houses are not going to come up for sale. Yeah, it, it feels a lot like we're in the middle of an economic crisis, but the uh, the mainstream media and the news has, has done a, a really fine job of making it not seem as so. And I, and I know that when it comes to economic news, they do that as a routine matter. But when, when things are bad, they, they, they make the emergency loud and clear. And so it's, it's, it's the kind of, I think we're kind of seeing the opposite, Joe, because all the numbers have show very bleak outlook on what's getting ready to happen. Even the, even the mainstream media, there's guys popping off a little bit about how, how bleak look, things look and recession is imminent and all this. Uh, but it, it just seems like the average Joe out there, the average guy is walking around oblivious to this because there's, there's not that those emergency chimes going off. The, the, the numbers you're re- reporting, Joe, are just not being flagged out there as being important for the greater citizenry to look at. And uh, so it's almost like a reverse of, hey, when 9-11 happened, you know, that's all everyone thought about for two years. When coronavirus happened, that's all anyone thought about for two years, right? So we're, we're, we're beyond that emergency, and I think the next one's brewing, but 
that's not where they want it. They don't want us to be in fear of that right now. They, they want the calm before the storm, Joe. That's, it just seems like that's where we're at, you know. And every single time you get these numbers that come out, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And and you think with these numbers that, you know, people will be running in the streets screaming at their politicians and, and, and screaming for help. But it's we're just, you know, it's just not quite there yet. Everybody's just hanging on by their fingernails, Joe. If you're waiting on hold, we'll get to you in the order that you have called. I apologize. I wish I had, you know, 20 cases. We we don't. Uh, U.S. Silver Eagles backdated. It's this. It's just incredible. You know, uh, just just on average, ten dollars an ounce less than everybody else today. Six hundred and seventy-five dollars. I know it's crazy when I say these things, but it's true. Uh, $675 for a roll of 20 on, on backdate U.S. Silver Eagles. We only had 50 rolls. Uh, just wait. Uh, we'll get you in the order that you call. 800-951-0592. In other news, the world's largest chip maker, Taiwan Semi. Now remember, AI been driving the market. I don't know, but they just slashed guidance today and then gave an update. They are building the biggest plant. It's so big right here in Arizona. I'll tell you what they said. They're going to have to delay making chips there, and I'll tell you why when we get back. 800-951-0592. We've gotten through that. We've got three lines open uh, we still have about 30 rolls. These are backdate silver eagles uh, at $675 a roll. It's like, on average, about $10 an ounce. I know it's crazy to say that. $10 an ounce less than uh, all those Internet guys out there. $675 at 800 951 Don't forget, 10th ounce American gold eagles. $255. Uh, we are talking before the break, Taiwan Semi. Uh, Taiwan Semiconductor, the largest chip maker in the world. They're building, if you uh, are here in Arizona, you know uh, along the uh, I-17 and the 303 corridor, they're building this. Uh, this thing's it's massive. Uh, it's like multiple city blocks big that Taiwan Semi's been building this this chip factory. Uh, and let me just tell you about the earnings call. They warned about a deepening semiconductor downturn. Even as there is a boom in AI, it has failed to offset the mounting global economic headwind. So they're saying, hey, the AI stuff, not enough to offset all the other stuff. Uh, saying that they've dropping 2023 revenue by 10%. Uh, they said that three months ago we were much more optimistic, but now we are not. Uh, then they said that uh, although we have very good AI and market demand, it is not enough to offset the, re- uh, the weakness in all of our other product lines. Then they said they lowered their guidance for the full year uh, and also uh, lowered guidance for 2024. 
saying that the Arizona chip plant will not be in production in 2024. Right now, they were they thought they would be making chips here in 2024. They say that is now going to be 2025. And Jason, they blamed it on untrained workers. Uh, they are bringing in Taiwanese workers to get the plant set up and running. They say that they, they don't have enough trained American workers to actually operate the plant and that it's going to push back production until 2025. This is not one of the uh, companies that uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband was invested in, is it? It's, it's not one of those guys, is it? Because I know <laughs> they were pretty excited about it. Let me tell you right now, about, it could be. I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Paul <laughs> Pelosi, if this was one of his stock picks. I mean, uh, this this might not go too well on his bottom line if they can't get this thing up and running, right? That, that's the first thing I thought of, you know. Like, you know, it's... Uh, we're supposed to make them here, and uh, that was a uh, you know why uh, Nancy Pelosi went over there to Taiwan is to scare everybody from wanting to do business there and and cause a lot of commotion. But I I think I think they need a lot of these chips, Joe, for a lot of reasons. So uh, sometimes when you read the news, sometimes I feel like you got to almost immediately go opposite. So to me, it means man, they must need a lot of chips. That's that's the first thing I'm thinking. They need a lot of chips. I think they're they're. They're hurting for them, Joe, and they just, uh, they're just blowing I'm, it off I'm as, like, as, as a non-emergency. You're telling me we don't have enough trained Americans, really? really? I, mean, I believe that. You're... I believe that. <laughs> I, I, I believe don't. that part I, of it. I, I don't. I think it's a ploy to bring in cheaper foreign labor. I really do. You, you can't tell me you can't train the American worker to, 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 to what? I don't know. Put the... Put the equipment in or operate the equipment. Really, I mean that's that's what we're, that's what they're saying. I mean, I don't know how part complicated of the training, it is. Part of the training is paying enough money, though, and that's why I think they don't have enough trained Americans. Part of the training is you got to pay them enough. So that that might be why we have a lack of trained employees in this country for these industries, Joe. If you can't pay them well, enough, you're not going to train them. They're not going to take the the training. Maybe it is. Maybe we just can't build this stuff here. I guess it's just it's too complicated for the American. Physically, we can build it, but can we financially actually get it done? I think that's part of the problem, Joe. Yeah, what physically? I think anyone can learn it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I think. Right, that was my point. Right, really? We 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 can't teach them. Uh, But but anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, How about wow? This just this is just coming out of the home sale data. They're saying now that the paralysis in homes, they're saying that just 14 of every 1,000 homes has changed hands in the first six months of 2023. Now, I've never seen a data point like this, so I don't know, was that good? Is that bad? Obviously, it looks like it's bad. Uh, Apparently... This is how bad that this is. They're saying that it is the lowest turnaround date since they've been tracking the data and say that uh, they're talking about getting to a a level here where a healthy market, it's 40 to 50 per thousand. We're at 14 Per thousand, and I think that's a great way of, of uh, an example 
of how few homes are really selling out there. And this is why the price, why the price is so high. It's supply and demand, right? There's, there, there's, there's not enough supply, right? Not enough demand. Uh, so therefore, ergo, right, well, I guess there's enough demand for the supply that's out there. Jason, prices are going to stay up even with these high rates. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I did watch uh, a YouTube video. This was this YouTuber guy. He was showing some facts that there's uh, that is the case. But very quickly, like in the next couple of months, it's almost going to flip. That the supply and demand is going to flip, and the supply will be overwhelmingly high before anyone knows it's happening. And suddenly, housing could just crash. And I, I was looking at his graphs, his charts. Like he has historical data to to, to, to compare it to. So I, it, this could get scary pretty quick with housing, Joe. Let's hope not. Because that would be another shoe that we wouldn't want to fall. Paper Radio News Hour final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, on this Thursday, uh, two days in a row. It, just luck uh, when these things come up. Uh, we have, uh, ye- yesterday we sold out of those 1995 Silver Eagles. Today we've got, uh, we, ha- we had uh, two cases of backdate silver eagles really about price here we, we want to get the most for the least uh that's what we do best here 675 dollars uh just uh, destroying all of the competition the problem was we didn't we, did, we only had a couple of cases so there's uh, still some rolls left jump on these things 675 dollars at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Continue to add here as uh, again. Joe, and you say you say looks, you say luck on these. You say luck on these things, but you know that's you got to listen every day because you never know what's going to drop on the show. So I, we haven't been talking about hey, you should listen every day, but you really should at least tune in every day to make sure what specials are dropping because it is luck, but it's 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 luck in in each specific deal. We get these, we just don't know when we're going to get them, Joe. Yeah, they just pop up. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I didn't know it. Uh, we we do what we do here. We have a lot of contacts uh, in the marketplace, uh, and this was something where uh, this deal came about from uh, an unlikely source. This is why uh, it's so much cheaper uh, than everybody else out there. But that's why we've been doing this for twenty seven years. You have you you end up getting these connections. Uh, so for the second day in a row, another great opportunity in the silver market, $675 for a roll of 20 silver eagles, uh, 800-951-0592. Uh, we're getting ready. Obviously, we'll have, we, we are anticipating a rate hike next Wednesday. And then I think we're probably going to, uh, the next, Inflation numbers will be the important numbers. If they if they stay lo- low, uh, then we'll probably pencil in another pause, right? At least another month uh, without another hike. And, and uh, the longer this goes, I think the 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 hope is that the economy continues to slow. Obviously, they hope it slows without going into recession. I don't know that that's possible, but again, I think we're now more focused on the end of rates 
dollar weakness. Uh, CPI data in Europe today was bad. It got hotter again, just so you know, as an indicator. Uh, and then, Jason, the bigger thing, how are we going to pay for the debt now? Uh, as, as we said, uh, the la- if you add up the interest payments of the last 12 months, a trillion dollars. Uh, as this rolls on here, uh, depending on how high rates go, uh, very likely, unfortunately, very likely, that interest payments on the debt could take out and be the number one expense line on the federal budget as early as 2024, Jason. Not, not surprising. It could happen before that. You know, it just depends on how much money is needed to pay for all the government's uh, stuff, right? So, but yeah, I, uh, that number is going to grow, Joe. You, you've, uh, you, you covered that really well with the, uh, the debt ceiling being lifted. They don't really have a ceiling at the moment, right? They have a timeline. So yeah, that number can get pretty thing, big pretty right? fast. Spend as much as you want. Jason and I, you think this is why these other nations are talking about launching their own currency and backing it by gold? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.